Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 780, recorded live on January 27th, 2024. And here are your hosts, the man who went to visit his nephew last week, Dave Pillay. Hello! And the man who visited his niece and nephews today, Andy Lowe. Hi. Aww. Yep. Went to your sisters? Yep, went to my sisters. It was the birthday party for the kids. Nice. So. Beth and Bride did their, like, collective family birthday parties today. Yep, no Lots of birthdays. Oh, excuse me. Ours is in July. <laughs> yup. Yeah. So I know all about the, uh, the... The collective mass- birthday? The collective birthday, yep. Yeah. You somehow managed to cluster everyone together. Except for Kate. Kate's off. I was going to say, Kate's not in July. Nope. <laughs> five days, five days, five days, and then December. <laughs> oh, five days, five days, five days, five months. Those are yeah, right. I, no, only five days, five days, five months. Right. Cause yeah. The, yeah. There's, there's only four of us. <laughs> right. So the first one... Yes. Then five days, five yes. days, five months, and then seven months. Yep. Ish. Ish. Huzzah! Yep. I'd, I'd say happy birthday, but it's still six months off. Well, you could, you know, you can celebrate your birthday whenever, right? You can. This is, this is a big one for you, too. Yep. This will be the big four O. The fuck! <laughs> I don't know how that happened, Andy. Because I'm pretty I sure last week I turned twenty eight. I know it, it. It really started to get me when back when I was working at the radio station, somebody had nominated me for Engineer of the Year, which caused and you were too. Well, young for one category, or too old for one category, or something like that. Well, no, because there was only one category. There was, you know, engineer of the year, and somebody had yeah. nominated me, and there was a bit of an uproar because this is supposed to be like, you know, the the crowning achievement. This is like normally people get nominated when right before they retire. Blah 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 blah. Right. And I get nominated. And I'm like, well, there's no other, you know, categories. So like, well, we'll do a young engineers category and or, or like young, young, young broadcaster award. Yeah. It was 35 and under. And I was 35 at the time. And it's like, oh, you know, you can't, like you can't, can't make it 36 and under. <laughs> well, I would, I was nominated the first year and one of my coworkers ugh, also nominated herself. I actually got other people, you know, to nominate me. She literally wrote out her whole recommendation and everything and then submitted it. And so she got it and she's like, oh, you can just apply next year. I'm like, I'm going to be 36 next year. I can't apply for it again. It was literally this award was created for me and I had one shot to do it. And then I'm like, I'm 36. I am no longer considered a young, <laughs> a young person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, for me, it's just I work with professionals who are of the age between where they can legally consume alcohol and have to pay extra for rental cars. 
you see, that's, that's the thing is I am once again, one of the youngest people I'm working with. The broadcast engineers were extremely old. I switch over to uh, two-way communication radio engineers. Once again, most of them are pretty old. It's like I was the—I'm still the youngest guy in the room again. I'm kind of middle of the pack in for for my team, my current team. I'm kind of middle of the pack. Just, all the new people are like they were born after the year 2000. And it God. just it it makes me like cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went to Baltimore. I was in Baltimore uh last weekend when Baltimore played their playoff game. That must have been interesting to been around. It, it kind of was, although we left that Sunday morning. Okay, so oh, you but, weren't you weren't in the thick of things, right? The playoff game was on Saturday, though, right? I think so. Yeah, so I was in the thick of things because the playoff game was on Saturday, and then the Lions played on Sunday when I was traveling through Detroit. <laughs> Oh boy. I went I went from one major sports game to another. It was interesting like the the um the flight attendant on the the flight after they did their speech to like said go lions and a lot of people were very upset because it was a flight out of Baltimore into Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> the day after <laughs> The Ravens had just won, so they were like, ah. Well, we'll find out tomorrow how this all shakes out. Yep. We find out tomorrow if the lion, this Lions team makes Lions history. Mm-hmm. The only NFC team to not have gone to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Which is funny because... The last time the Lions played a playoff game in San Francisco was the year they won the championship that existed before the Super Bowl existed. That was a long time ago. 1957. 50, yeah. I was about to say, it was like 57 years ago. Yep. Wait, 1957? I think 57. That was more than 50 years ago. Hold on, Detroit Lions. Let's let's look this up. <laughs> Championships. Yep, nineteen fifty-seven. That was a very, very, very long time ago. <clears throat> How uh, they had like, a tiebreaker. They had a tiebreaker playoff game in San Francisco in nineteen fifty-seven. They won that, and then were able to get to the NFL championship game. What changed? What changed what? That the, that Detroit is actually, like, considered a contender. Um, basically, Dan Campbell just had to uh, rebuild. Took about three years. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, he was... Uh... Oh, he actually played in Detroit. 
He played as a player in Detroit, it looks like, back from 2006 to 2008. I didn't know that. The coach? Yeah. Hmm. Played on the Giants, the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Saints. Yep. <clears throat> well, let's see. Tw- 2001 record for the Detroit was 3-13. and 13. Last year, 2000, well, 2022, their record was 9-8. and eight. And then this year, they went 12-5. and five. Mm-hmm. So. It's been a, a steady progression up. Yep. So whatever he was doing, it seemed to have worked. Good. But yeah, mm. we'll find out 6.30 tomorrow. I actually went and put a uh, a TV antenna up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to watch the Lions game? Well, I was... Uh, because we were trying to watch the, the U of M football game and we had canceled the cable. Well, we, that was when we tried to watch it. And that's when we realized our cable box wasn't working. We're like, shoot, why are we paying money for something that's been broken for, I don't know how long. <clears throat> so then, uh, the rest of the stuff was on like, I think Peacock or one of the, one of the streaming things we were actually able to watch the, the Michigan bowl games. But then I'm just like, you know, the the playoff games were on Peacock, so I was watching that. But I'm like, <clears throat> why why am I, you know, streaming something if it's on over the air television where I'm at? Because I don't have a TV antenna hooked up to this TV. This has been literally. Oh, we've I, had I was going to say because media empires and yeah, money. That that also is true. But yeah, no, because we got this TV. This TV we got when we were in the apartment. When I first moved out here in 2008, I think, we were in the apartment. So we had cable <clears> in the apartment because we couldn't put an antenna up. And then we moved to the house and we still had cable or satellite the entire time until just recently. We finally, you know, cut the cord. And it's like, well, shoot, I actually have to, like, put an antenna up. Yep. I can get an indoor one. <laughs> well, I... We already had the cable run out to the post outside. Mm-hmm. So I just literally took the satellite dish off the post, put the antenna on the post, hooked the coax <laughs> back up, and I got like freaking, I think it was 20 or 30 channels. I got most of them. So I think I've, I think I've got all of them. I know I've got all the PBS channels, which is, that was the one I was like, do I get all, you know, nice, all the PBS digital channels and all their sub channels. So, yep, no, I've cut the cord. We still have all the streaming services, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yep. I just search for certain YouTube channels that are unlisted. Mm Mm-hmm. Nope, I know that. Well, it should be on Fox Sports, which I think we can stream Fox Sports just regular, right? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. But we'll uh, we'll find out. Yeah, the Lions are. I think they're what seven point underdogs. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Lions spread. <clears throat> yep, San Francisco's up by seven with a fifty point total. So we'll see. So, what would you like to talk about, Andy? Well, do we want to kind of continue <laughs> our theme of people getting laid off? So here's a weird thing. Like, a lot of the companies, these big companies are doing layoffs. 
Um, and that that was last year, not last year, last week. We talked about like Unity and Discord, Twitch, um, Amazon as part of Twitch, and then more of Amazon, Google. But like by all of the metrics, the economy is way up. Yep. So what's like, where's the disc is like, is unemployment going to jump when all of these people who have been laid off are all of a sudden counted again? Cause like we've been doing pretty good on unemployment, on inflation, like the economy is growing, but not too quickly. But at the same time, uh, well, how many people got laid off this week, Andy? <laughs> well, let's see. eBay. eBay says that they are laying off a thousand employees, which is nine percent of their full-time workforce. And they also plan to scale back the number of contracts we have within our alternative workforce over the coming month. <laughs> alternative workforce. What the frick does that mean? Uh, either AI or offshore contractors. eBay asked all U.S.-based employees to work from home on Wednesday to provide some space and privacy for conversations in which laid-off employees were to be given the bad news. Wait, does that mean they were given the bad news over Zoom or yep. Teams or whatever it is? Unless it was like, hey, everyone work from home, but we're going to set up like 10 minute meetings with everyone. So you got to come in for those. <laughs> Either way, that's kind of sucks. Mm hmm. Yeah. Damn. Like. I mean, on the other hand, I'm a little shocked that eBay is like. Still around and still making money um, because I sold some stuff on the Facebook marketplace and it was a million times easier. Oh, yeah. The last what did I sell last time I sold something on Facebook marketplace? Um, oh, our lawnmower. We had we had gotten the newer lawnmower, the better lawnmower. We, so we had the old lawnmower. It still worked fine. And I'm like, I need to get, you know. Need to sell this lawnmower because I don't need two lawnmowers. You know, that'd be kind of ridiculous. So I just posted it on Facebook Marketplace. You know, somebody responded within a, you know like a half hour. They'd be like, "I can be over there very quickly." And he just came over, pulled the cord, the lawnmower ran. He shut it off. He's like, "Here's your money." And we were done. It's like, oh, this is this works. Ah. <sighs> I might be putting, what was I going to put? Oh, um, I've got a couple of Nest speakers that I picked up on clearance from Lowe's that I was thinking of putting those up on eBay. eBay is, is nicer in that it has like a lot more protection. Yes. Facebook Marketplace is nice in that it's just like, it's so fast and it's all handled because there's, there's no auction. Right? It's just, it's a classifieds. It's a for sale sign. And it just, it's so much faster and so much easier. <clears throat> and selling locally versus like, yeah, I'll ship this to you. Sure. A 50 pound desk riser. <laughs> <clears throat> so 
So, yeah, so that seems to be going on. Uh, let's see, we've got... Well, this one's not really laying off, but SAP... Um, yeah. Decided... That's, they, that's a company I haven't heard from in a little while. They said that they are going to restructure roles for 8,000 jobs. How many people does SAP have? Uh, oh, God. SAP expects to embed OpenAI's chat GPT and similar technology. Announced plans early last year. Gen AI. Is that what we're calling it? That's that's not like a company name. That is the like a term for generative AI. I guess so. I don't like that. Oh, no, no. Well, I guess no. Gen AI is a pioneering artificial intelligence company focused on. So there might be an actual okay. Gen AI company. Well, this article from Reuters does not <laughs> explain that. Well, actually, no. No, because this says this, the German company now expects Gen AI to fundamentally change its business and has pledged to invest more than $1 billion by backing AI-powered technology startups. So that's not saying specifically this company. That is saying, yes, generative AI. They just shortened as a, it. To- as a proper noun with a capital G and capital AI. I don't like that. Nope. Don't like that. Nope. Come on, Reuters. You're supposed to be better than this. So we've got the millennials, the Gen Z. Is it? Gonna, is the, the next one going to be Gen the, AI? The kids. Whatever the kids that are right now. And then I guess we're going to have like the AI gen. The Gen AI gen. Okay, tangent. Uh, we were discussing lakes today, um, Lake Michigan lakes. and everything, the Great Lakes, because yeah. we had stopped by a uh, rest stop on the way over to the birthday party, and they had uh, Michigan and the Great Lakes in the tiles on the floor at the rest stop. Cool. Turns out it was also a pokey stop. Um, but I was shock of no one. Yep. And the um, <clears throat> I was discussing with Isaac and I'm just like you know what Michigan stands for right Lake Big Lake yep <laughs> I'm like it, I mean it doesn't stand for anything yeah. but that's like that that's what the Native Americans said Michigan meant Big Lake so it's Lake Big Lake and he's just like Lake Big Lake that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh man Isaac just shooting from the hip <laughs> That's amazing. So yes, your gen, you know, your gen AI gen. Yeah. Yeah. Lake, Sorry. Big Lake. There's, there've got to be other, other places similar to that. Like, I bet you there's a mountain that's name is actually just like tall hill. <laughs> mountain, tall mountain. Yeah. Uh, I added another topic by the way. Oh, cause I know that one of the layoff groups that, we're about to talk about is Microsoft, which I swear we talked about last. Oh no, it's they announced it like immediately after we recorded last week. Yes. Um, but Microsoft might want to like rethink about laying off a bunch of people 
given what happened yesterday. Teams went down. Yep. Nope. I found that was. uh... (laughs) Teams went down globally. (laughs) Yep. Nope. The state of Michigan is a Microsoft Teams group. So. Yep. Yep. (laughs) One of one of my coworkers who is not on my team, but like works nearby, was just like standing in the hallway outside my office looking out the window and I struck up a conversation with him. He says, I had no idea how much of my, my work and my tasks come from messages I get on Teams. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself today. Well, Teams went down, and then we used a separate piece of software for tracking of all our tickets and inventory and everything. I call it, it's, it's EAM. I don't know what EAM stands for, but that's... Um, are you looking it up? I'm trying to look it up. Enterprise asset management, I guess. That sounds more like a type of software. Like that's that's not that's not the name of a software. No, but all I know it is <laughs> is called EAM. So it's probably some company's EAM software because you know asset management is what it does. It. <laughs> There's other stuff it does, but it it sounds, looking at the Wikipedia article for what enterprise asset management is, it sounds like the software. Let's see if I can hunt it down. Let's see if my Google Foo is better than Dave's. Looks like there's an IBM EAM. What is the difference between EAM and CMMS? A letter. <clears throat> Are you an asset in your EAM? Uh, I am a position. You're a position. I am a position, yes. Please take the Andy position. (laughs) Well, there's actually two positions for me because there is my actual position and then I have a position for all of my spare equipment. So there's position, you know, there's me as a position where I have equipment, assets, you know, under me, but then I also have a spare me where I put all my spare equipment for like storage and such. Okay. So there is, there is a low a, and then there is also a low a spare, which (laughs) it's a little weird that there's a spare me just hanging out there. Let's see if I can. What? Oh, I just, Hold on. I'm looking. Now I've got a Word doc here. Oh, my gosh. What was last? I've got Word 2010 on this computer. (laughs) Andy, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. It shows how often I've used Microsoft Office on this computer. Jeez. Yep. 2010. That is surprising. Nope. This is just a work order to submit something into the EAM, which that does not help me. No. But it's also not an important thing. Andy. No, 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 it doesn't. We we should we should return to yeah, okay. the topic at hand. Yes, yes. So we were talking about Microsoft now laying off people. Yep, one thousand specifically, like the Activision group. Well, a large percentage of it was the Activision group, but there were also some Xbox and Zenimax employees who were also cut. But a um, lion's share were Activision Blizzard employees. 
So, congratulations, Activision Blizzard. You got bought by Microsoft. And... <laughs> and then they fired a bunch of your staff. Uh, approximately 1,900 positions out of the 22,000 people Oof. on our team. That's a 10% cut. 9%. Jesus. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, Blizzard president has also decided to leave the company. Yeah. Which, yeah, no, he... <laughs> doesn't surprise me. He got them through the merger, and then he is... Well, it's just like, um... Bobby Kotick. Yep, yeah, and the, the T-Mobile guy, the T-Mobile CEO. Yep. Got through that merger and said, nope, I'm done. Peace. I'm out. So, jeez, it's... 1,900 positions, which also, according to them, uh, there was a Blizzard survival game that was in process that is now cut. Blizzard survival game that got cut. I think it was a survival game. Like a survival crafting game? Maybe. Uh, Blizzard's survival game reportedly canceled over engine issues after six years of development. Whoa! Whoa! That's... That... Six, six years. What? I... Shit. Okay, well, so two things. One, the last time this happened at Blizzard, we got Overwatch. Remember, Blizzard was going to do, like, some new MMO? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a sci-fi MMO, and it was supposed to be like, oh, my God, it's going to be, like, so involved. And it was Overwatch. Like, they <laughs> they scrapped the MMO, and it became Overwatch. So it's not like all of this is going to go to waste. Like, if they've got game design, if they've got artwork that they've made, like, they now have all of that. But, oh, <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, working on a project for six years, and then it just, you, you come into work one day, and they say, like, we're, we've, we've reached the milestone that we said we were going to reach, and we make, where we need to make the decision, and the decision is to not go forward. Huh. Well, we'll see. It's... Uh I'm just sitting here playing my Hearthstone every once in a while. Yeah. Now, that said, if Blizzard were to make a survival game, it would have some pretty stiff competition right now. Why? Uh, to to Rust? pivot topics a little bit, uh, Pal World. Uh, what? You know, Andy? Yes? Have you been on the internet in the last week? <laughs> Um, Are you currently logged into Steam? Uh, well, yes. Go to Steam. Okay, yeah, no, I'm here. Go to the front page of Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at the, the top ranked games on Steam right now. Pal World? Pal World. What the hell is Pal World? Pal World is a open world survival crafting game um with pokemon, pokemon? <laughs> i i'm i'm looking at this and these look a lot like pokemon but they're not pokemon they're not pokemon and some of them have guns 
<laughs> which is definitely not a <laughs> Nintendo thing. What the heck? <laughs> and he is like just staring at his computer in confusion. Yes. No, that is exactly what is going on. Yeah. Um, How is a, huh. a, a company in Japan? Yeah. Has been working on a project and just released the early access. Um, it's $30. It has a very positive review and they've sold 7 million copies in a week. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> On Steam. That does not include the Xbox sales. Nope. Wow. It does not include the Microsoft Game Pass players. Uh in 5 days from release, it sold 7 million copies. And it is an open world like explore survive chop down trees craft things with pokemon now here's the thing um it's a japanese company yep nintendo and the pokemon company uh because that's it's a separate legal entity right there's um Mm -hmm. was it tpcg the pokemon company tpci pokemon company international um, right. They own Pokemon and are also in Japan. And so it, it would technically be a domestic case. You wouldn't need to do international law because they're both Japanese companies. And Japan doesn't have fair use oh. copyright laws. Huh. And like, this is pretty clearly Pokemon. Now, the the company that made this, uh, Pocket Pair, is saying, like, no, 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 this is, like, any references to Pokemon is, is completely accidental. This is all our own stuff. But, like, someone put out a Twitter list, or X list, um, showing the pals next to the Pokemon. And it's, like, clearly, clearly someone copied it. Like... D- really badly someone copied it i have games pass don't i i guess i have pal world <laughs> i should check it out i've heard really good things about it play the hot new game right now included with game pass <laughs> eight friends play this game uh-oh <laughs> well dave's gonna be gone for a bit it seems i mean it's 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 Pokemon with Factorio and guns. <laughs> hmm. And building. And there's probably a tech tree in there somewhere. <laughs> probably, yep. No, there's something about ores that I'm looking at some of these uh, worlds. But seven million sales in five days. That's so much. At 30 bucks a sale. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money Steam just made? Oh, yeah. Like, Valve just made a fucking killing. By just hosting. This is why there's no new Half-Life games. Because they don't need to. Yeah. My brother was like, did you try the new Portal game? And I'm just like, no, it's it's not really a new Portal game. It's people modding, creating their own fanfic mod for Portal. Yeah. 
hosting it on Steam. Steam's yep. making money off of a portal game that's <laughs> not even theirs. Did you play the oh, excuse me, the portal mod that had the green portal? Uh no. Uh so I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um it was is it Portal Reloaded? Yeah, Portal Reloaded. Uh you get an additional portal. It's the green portal, and the green portal goes through time. Well that's that's wackadoodle. Yep. So there's there's two like there's two aperture sciences. There's the one in the past and the one in the present. Or is it the present and the future? I don't know. Um but it's it's one in the past, one in the future, and so like you can take things from the future to the past, in which case they appear in the future. Yep. And things you do in the past affect, affect the one the in the future. Yep. And you can like there's a there's an anti paradox thing, but yeah, like it's it's a it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Well, okay then. It is huh. rather mind bending. Yep. Nope. As the original portal was the first time. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Uh. So yeah, Pal World is a thing. <laughs> Apparently. Well, did we talk about the riot layoffs? For keeping in the gaming news? Nope. <laughs> Riot laid off a bunch of people. 11% of its workforce, 530 employees. It's a really bad time to be a game developer looking for a job. Well, the CEO said these were the layoffs primarily impacted teams outside of core development. Don't know exactly what that means, but... How many people did they lay off? 530. Yes. I mean, Riot has a lot of... Riot does a lot. Mm -hmm. They aren't all developers. Nope. Did did Mo work for Riot, or...? I don't think so. He worked for NCSoft. Oh, okay. I don't think he ever worked for Riot. Seeing if he's got it posted on his... Uh... No, he doesn't have LinkedIn. it posted on his Facebook... Oh, he just had his birthday. There you go. Happy birthday, Mo. <laughs> Mo, if you're out there, let us know what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you're in a chat with him. I am? Yeah. What chat? Oh, do, am I going to have to open up Discord? Yes. <sighs> you're on a Discord server with him. Yeah, I know, but I haven't actually in that discord server in you know well that's your problem yeah i know that sounds like a you problem <laughs> wow i searched for pal world suddenly google rewards is like hey did you just search for pal world <laughs> why yes google yes i did now give me my 10 cents yes well let's see yeah no i have to spell out pal world because it's not in my key you know uh, I'm going to say that side. Here we go. Oh my goodness gracious. This is ridiculous. Just give me my money. <laughs> I can't even spell pal world. There we go. 62 cents. Damn. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. For searching pal world? Yeah. 
Damn. I know. <laughs> 62 cents. Podcast made me some money. All right. Well, um, well, some sad news. Uh-oh. Ingenuity, our favorite plucky little helicopter on Mars. The little helicopter that could. Uh, had a rough landing back oh. on January 18th and broke one of the rotors. Oh, no. Yep, so NASA is officially grounding Ingenuity. That is, that is a... That's more than a rough landing. Yep. Poor ingenuity. I know. Uh, do we know how many missions it, it flew? Uh, this was Flight 70... Uh, let's see. Looks like Flight 72 is when it crashed. It was supposed to go like three to five times, right? Yep. Three to five they times. They were like... It. And it was, it was spare volume and mass... On the rover. Yeah. It was a like, hey, we have five pounds of spare mass. Anyone have any ideas of what we could do with it? And someone was like, let's make a little helicopter. And they were like, that won't work. <laughs> they said, no, 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 we could do this. Let's make a little helicopter. That's fantastic. So, yeah, on flight uh, 71, it looks like they're kind of flying over sand dunes, basically, on Mars. And Ingenuity uses large rocks and other features to get its bearings. But if you're in the middle of sand dunes, there are no rocks around. So it had no way to stabilize itself? Well, it didn't know where exactly to land. It said uh, it made an emergency landing on January 6th, cutting Flight 71 short because it couldn't properly locate itself. <clears throat> and then it did an emergency landing on Flight 72, but apparently came in at an angle and struck the dirt with at least one rotor. Oof. But since, you know, it spins at 2,500 revolutions per minute... Probably more than just one rotor hit the dirt, but the rotor blade is broken. It's the the rotor the ingenuity itself is still okay. Like they can still communicate with it and everything, but, but with it's a broken fly, no a broken rotor is not going to fly. No, oh, I I like to imagine that it's just going to sit there and wait for the rover to come by. <laughs> And, like, hitch a ride on the rover. <laughs> That's what they should do. They should just have the rover come by with the gripper arm and just, like, pick it up. Pick and then it up. set it somewhere on its back. <laughs> you know like, what, though? It, it would actually do the rover good, because what kills the rovers more than anything else on Mars... Is the the, the, the dust. So if, if Ingenuity still has a working rotor, it could blow off... It might not be enough for flight, but it could blow off the dust... Oh yeah, just do like a low spin, just to just to yeah. kick up some yeah. I oh man, Andy, it's a terrible idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know it's a terrible idea? Because we thought of it. Because they don't have fans on the rovers. Oh, you're right. To blow off the dust. You're right. They don't, do they? It, it would be pretty easy to do to just <laughs> add a fan to blow off the dust. <laughs> <laughs> something my, tells me it costs more energy 
to blow Then you're off. going to get back. In my head now, I'm just picturing, like, that classic, like, plastic $20 fan, like, rotating <laughs> desk <Box> fan. fan. <laughs> like, you know, like, the, the fan that sits on your desk and oscillates a little bit? Just yep. picturing, like, one the, of those. The circular grill. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how you get the aliens to show up because the alien just has to go up there and walk behind the fan and be like, <laughs> so yes, unfortunately, ingenuity is down where it's at. Okay, please name wherever it's at after it, like ingenuity basin or something, something like that. Yeah. So let's see. Um, <clears throat> well, space news, quick one there. Not much is going on right now. We're waiting for Starship to continue to launch. Uh, Starliner, they have finally removed all of that flammable tape that was in Starliner, <laughs> all 4,390 feet of it. Oh, God, why? Because it could possibly catch fire. No, why did you use that tape in the first place? That part I don't know. <laughs> but yes, no, they have removed the 4,390 feet of flammable tape out of Starliner. So they're they're getting closer to launching it again. Okay. Um, That's so much. But uh, so there are basically two uh, spacecraft that fly up to the ISS. The Soyuz? You have the, okay, so there are three. <laughs> okay dragon dragon and cygnus which is northrop uh, grumman's spacecraft well it turns out northrop grumman um is running out of rockets to launch their space shuttle because the of current course. version of that rocket is being phased out due to russia's ongoing invasion of ukraine because the, the rocket first stage engine yep. uh, was built in Ukraine. Oops. So Northrop actually bought a flight on a Falcon 9. <laughs> oh, God. Someone at SpaceX must be, like, popping champagne. <laughs> First, Amazon buys flights on Falcon 9 to get their stuff up into yep. space. And yep. now Northrop <laughs> just bought a flight so, on a Falcon so 9. here's the thing. I'm, I'm very happy for SpaceX for getting us, like, into space again. I think they've done a great job. At what point do we, like... Um, what's What's the term when the government takes over a company? Oh, um, it's like an acquisition or something, or no? no. Uh, I, all I can think of is just government takeover. <laughs> nationalization. Nationalization. When do we nationalize SpaceX? <sighs> 
when do we say, you know what, you've done a really good job and we want to keep going in this path, but space flight should really be controlled by governments. Private space flight puts a lot of power in very unregulated hands. I I don't know. But it turns out they actually had to uh, modify the Falcon 9 <laughs> uh, fairings in order to fit the spacecraft. But they're like, ah, we can figure it out. No yeah. problem. It's been a while since I've looked up the jobs at SpaceX. <laughs> Careers at SpaceX. Really? You want to you want to work for Elon Musk? Nope. <laughs> Discipline. Uh Oh my god, they've s- engineering, aerospace, mechanical, engineering, chemical and material, engineering, civil, engineering, electrical, engineering, silicon. Engineering, software, and analytics. Probably. Application software engineer in Starbase, Texas. Data data engineer, FPGA engineer, full stack engineer. Software engineer for Falcon. Huh. 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 Software engineer, Starshield. Top secret clearance. <laughs> oh. What is Starshield? <laughs> I can't tell you because it's top secret. Starshield leverages Starlink to support national security efforts. Starshield software team is building high reliability in space mesh networks, designing secure systems to guarantee access to space, designing next gen communication sensing software, and more. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Software engineer factory automation do 2,000 hours of factorio count. <laughs> they have an antenna designer. Assistant Software elementary teacher? One. Holy crap. Oh, that's got to be for Starbase. Yep. Senior data engineer. Pay range starts at $170,000. Five years professional experience in analytics, data science, data engineering, or software engineering. Hi, that's me. Experience in custom ETL, ETL design, implementation, and maintenance. That is literally my, my job. Experience handling large terabyte plus data sets. That's not a lot of data. There. We just moved a database off of one disk onto another because it had gotten to half a terabyte. I I deal with a lot of data. <laughs> well, good to know I have a backup plan <laughs> should I need it. <laughs> well, we have passed the hour mark. Do we is there stuff on here you want to Oh man, I mean there's this whole thing about the the Joe Biden deep fake oh, AI generated bullshit um which the company that their software was used for that banned the user that did it. Uh there's the fact that Gretchen Whitmer 
announced a plan for free community college for any Michigan high school graduate. With Professor Potato. I'm less concerned about Professor Potato. Okay. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Professor Potato can do whatever he wants. Like, they're, they're focusing on the wrong part of this announcement. Do you know how big that would be for the the for all high school graduates? Just like, yep, two years at a community college, totally free. Well, didn't they? Wasn't there already something about that? I don't think so. Not in uh, Michigan. Michigan Reconnect program. What was it? Yeah, Michigan on Tuesday back in 2021 began accepting applications for tuition-free assistance from adults 25 and older to earn an associate's degree or post-secondary certificate at a community college or private training school. Cool. So this is the, this is the Michigan Reconnect program just on steroids. Yep. This is, you got out of high school, go do two years at a community college, which would give you credits that would transfer to a four-year school. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty vague. I think it's pretty big if she can get it passed. Well, she's got both the House and the Senate finally after, Good. you know, 40 years. Yeah. So, congrats. Enjoy it while it lasts. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's, well, they actually don't have, the House actually doesn't have a majority anymore, if I remember correctly, because two of the state legislatures ran for mayoral positions and one. So there is currently a, I think, a 50-50 split right now in the state house. Hmm. So I'm not sure how that, I think they'll have to be, what, special elections or something? Um, I don't know. They might just get um, appointed. Let's see. Wins in local races will disrupt Michigan, Pennsylvania's hold on legislative chamber. Uh, two seat, oh yeah, the wins will eliminate Democrats' two-seat majority in the state house until a 54-54 uh, deadlock until special elections can be held for the seats. It's <clears> not yet clear when the special elections will be held in the two districts, but expect to be at least several months. Okay. So there might be a special election, and then the whole house is up for election in November, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, should right. we hit the randoms? Yep. Yep. Well, my random review, and uh, I've been tasked with more and more of the actual uh, radio aspect of my job, and um, I was at some training a week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, whenever the, the first part of the storms hit that Friday. Uh, when was that? I don't uh, know. On the <clears throat> Friday the 12th, I think. Okay. Anyway, I was up at some training and we were discussing, um, you know, that troubleshooting some of the things there, especially like if a radio is not working. It's like, okay, well, you know, these are massive config files. Yep. So what's the difference between them? Yes. So they're like, okay, first step is grab a known good config file and compare it to your troubled one and see what the differences are. And I'm just like, well, that's a pain in the butt. Turns out there's software for that. And I guess as Dave pointed out to me earlier, um, there's, there's lots, lots of, of software for that. <laughs> so the one that I have been using is called exam diff, but 
Um, wow, there are a lot of this as I'm looking at this Wikipedia article. <laughs> the, Andy, do you use Notepad++ for anything? Yes. I've got it on all my computers. Go Why? to Notepad++ and type in diff in the plugins. Oh, I haven't done any plugin installs on Notepad++. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's a differ in Notepad++. Oh. Yeah, it's called compare. Oh, well, look at that. Okay, then. <laughs> there's a lot of, of diffing tools. It's kind of an important thing to be able to do in, in like, software. Yeah, no, I'm noticing that now, especially, yeah, when it's like, okay, why is this, you know, why is this radio not working? I pull the config file and I do a search and it's like, well, of course, because somebody fat fingered the uh, frequencies. Yep. When you're trying to broadcast on 178 and you're actually programmed 187, it won't work. It will still accept it because it's a, it's, it's a valid frequency. So it, there's no error message that will get thrown up. I'll take your word for that. Yeah. But no, so it's, tell me about this diff program. Well, this one is, it's pretty simple and it's, you know, you got the, you can pick the one file, you can pick the other files. Most of the time I, uh, cause all these files are pretty, are named pretty similar. I don't even mm-hmm. need to like pick the file names. I just tell the two folders that I've got and it actually recognizes, Hey, these two files have the same name. Let me open them up. And then, yeah, just, you know, gets highlights of all the differences and shows me, you know, what lines have been added, what lines, you know, are missing. Yep. I can update one and then basically do a, a it will automatically, you know, basically rescan the files and be like, okay, well, you fixed this one. So now these files are matching here. So it's freeware too. That was the big thing. So didn't have to pay for anything. There is a pro version, and the pro version can do a lot more stuff. But it's a it's a cute little freeware uh, program. Yeah. But now I guess I'm going to have to go through this Wikipedia article and see what else is out there, and also put the plugin in my Note Plus Plus then. <laughs> or think about using Git. Git. Git what? Git. G I T. You could check in all of your config files and then they'd be in a repository. I'm not sure. And then you get things like this. Well, I I'm I'm not sure about the uh safety of storing these things outside of our secured um network. Oh, y- you can do it within the network. Okay. Well, that's I'll I'll pretend I understand what you're talking about and we can we can we can move okay. on from there. Moving on. <laughs> Random topic? <laughs> yes. Rolled ahead of time. Epic rap battles of history are for old folks. What do the young folks listen to today for now, satirical songs? Why would you think that ERB is for old folks? I don't know. Are they on TikTok? I don't know. They might be exclusively YouTube. Let's see. I mean, I will agree that ERB's humor is not targeted to, like, the 10-year-olds. Well, no, I. but, you know, as we pointed out at the beginning of this episode, 
uh, I'm going to be 40. Yeah. And the, their, um, their thing, the thing, their thing, the, the, the humor is like, it's so layered and it's so good and it's so well written. I don't know. Weird Al's pretty good. Uh, looks like they have a Twitter account, but looks like all of their things are YouTube. Yeah. So, wow, they, they posted one on October 25th, 2022, and then they posted one on December 1st, 2023. So yep. they they have slowed considerably. They, they aren't really making a lot of them anymore. Nope, I see that. <sighs> Excuse me. I, I just don't know. It's, um... I'm sure there's something on TikTok, but... Weird Al is probably still the king of parody. Didn't he just win like an Emmy recently or something? Probably. He has many. What awards? Awards and nominations. Here we go. Oh, he's uh, Primetime Enemy Awards. Outstanding Television Movie Weird The Alien Convict Story won. Of course it did. This so. is a great movie. There you go. Yes, he has now won a primetime Emmy. Just one? That's, uh, let's see. What has he won? He's won... Because he's won other Emmys. Yeah, he's won... No. No, it doesn't say that. He's won, uh... No? One, two, three, four, five Grammys. He's won a Critics Association TV Award. I thought he had won other Emmys. Maybe I was thinking of the Grammys. Yeah, he won the Holiday Hollywood Music and Media Award won a primetime Emmy and won a Producers Guild Award. Uh, so we're, he still needs an Oscar and a Tony. Yes. What's that, what's the, the, like, collection called? An EGOT. An EGOT? Yep. Emmy, Grammar, Oscar, Tony? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as much as I'd love him to, I don't think Weird Al is going to win an Oscar. No, because for some reason the Oscar people hate comedies. They do. And comedians. Yep. <laughs> what was that? Will Ferrell and um, John C. Riley did the, the saddest place for a comedian is the Oscars song. <laughs> That's fantastic. But he got an Emmy. Yep. Good for him. All right. So you, 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 you think it's, you think Weird Al is your, your best answer there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, no, that I'm... or doom scrolling TikTok. Yes, that's probably it. Unfortunately, that's that's probably the best answer. So on that uh, that depressing note, <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.